0: What is up everybody? My name is Andrew Mencher and this is the Wisdom in Sound Show. If this happens to be your first time with us, welcome. The aim of this podcast is to bring you some information that can help you on your journey as a musician or a creative individual in whatever you do. So if you find some value in what you're hearing today, please give me a rate and review on iTunes. You can just search Wisdom and Sound on your podcast app if you have an iPhone. If you can, give me five stars. I would really appreciate it. And of course, I will return the favor in any way I can. Another thing you can do is subscribe and share this with your friends and family. I don't make any money from this. This is purely for my passion. I try to bring on some great artists that I look up to and perhaps you do too. And it's just amazing having them on to share their journey with us. So my guest today is Chester P who's a hip-hop artist from London. He's been around a long time and I know he's humble enough not to take any credit but he's definitely a pioneer in hip-hop and just a brilliant poet. But I do want to play one tune to get started because he has so much music it's just hard to choose which ones to play. So I'm going to give you a little excerpt now of something and then in the middle of the show I'll give you a full tune as well. I do want to mention that this is not a competition. It's purely my mission to gain some new perspective and so when I ask questions comparing UK hip-hop artists to American hip-hop artists. It's strictly for the purpose of gaining new insight. As we all know, there's good music everywhere on the planet. Of course, there's crap music everywhere on the planet as well. But I have mad respect for the UK hip-hop artists and, of course, the American hip-hop scene and anybody doing music from the heart in general. So, without further ado, here's Chester P. with I Don't Really Know...
1: Do you think there's any real conspiracy? Yeah, I don't really know, man. What about the Queen? Is she Elizabeth? I don't really know, blood. Why don't you ever talk about this, because I don't don't really know. Oh, man. Could be that I'm stressed today Maybe I'm a mess today Or maybe it's the fact I never got to a sister yesterday. Maybe every day I started feeling like it's yesterday Maybe I should stay in bed and hibernate to resonate Where television vegetates and perpetrates to educate Maybe I forget to pray Maybe I regret to say that every day is feeling like a riddle in my escapade All I really know man, I'm finding it a test of faith It's like I'm saying what I'm waiting for the rest to say Maybe I'm a mental case Maybe it's because I need a reason strong enough for me to want to put my pen to page, or maybe it's my tender age, maybe there ain't any explanation but the game I never played for feed of other days, or is it just a question in a magic alphabetic maze, or is it magnetic rays bringing energetic change, who could ever say what explains the multi-headed game? maybe it's the heavens man, maybe it's the dreaded flames, maybe it's a thing that's so dark that no one said its name, or could it be a goose chase wild around the relic's reigns, or is there higher forces enforcing the course ahead? Out of bounds for, for what they, they sell they as planes Planes of dimensional strengths and then they, they sell us names Or is it all a struggle of the clever and the feather brain? Would you want to know? And if you knew, perhaps your head would break Maybe when your physical quits, your spirit elevates And learns of all the answers To then I guess you're meant to wait Or maybe when your physical quits, your spirit elevates And learns all the answers To then <laughs> oh. They asked me why the water was wet They asked me why the sky's so hot they ask me why the stars shine bright. I, really know. I wonder. Mm. Oh. They ask me why this water was wet. I really know. They ask me why the sky's so blue. Really they ask me why the wind whistles.
0: I really fly. Know. Oh. Greetings, Chester. How are you doing? I'm cool, man. Good, man. You can hear me well. Yeah, I can hear you. Cool, brother. I just want to give thanks a lot for you taking the time to speak with me today. Alright, You're you're welcome, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, cool, man, cool. So, for the new fans out there, can you give us a little history of who you are and how you got started in hip hop?
2: Um, Well, I go by the name of Chester P. Hackenbush. Uh, I'm from a crew called Task Force. Um, I mean, I I, I came up initially with a crew called the Berry Crew, Mud Family, and Task Force, which was a, a, a there was a big number of us. You know, there was like 15 of us in total when we first started. Um, among us was people like Intense, Skinny Man, Mongo, some, you know, some some names people will have heard of and stuff. And we we got into it to say about, I mean, we'd been rapping since maybe 1984. Right. So that puts me at the age, at a sweet young age of like seven or eight years old when I started kind of. Rapping, you know what I mean, but we weren't writing and we weren't recording or being professional about it on any level. It was just kid stuff, you know, literally. But you know, we 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 heard Ladi Daddy, we saw we saw Slit Rick and Dougie Fresh on top of the pops over here in the UK, and for a lot of us in the UK of my generation, that was the pivotal moment in hip hop. What what got us into it? You know, I, I know a lot of us have this same story where we all sat and watched the same TV show in different parts of the UK, not knowing each other, not knowing anything about like what we were going to become. And we've all had this same story where we watched that Dougie for a slick Rick moment, and we said, "That's what I'm going to do." And from there, we were into it. You know, and we used to just freestyle and battle. We used to go to school and battle each other in the corridors and whatnot. And then, you know, we left school and we started entering rap battles and that's when we got on stages and that was about 1993. And from there, it's kind of um, just escalated, you know. We put out some stuff with Mudfam, put out a few EPs, but Task Force is really just me and my brother and Slippers. And, um, you know, we put out a good few albums, like maybe six or seven albums and a number of different bits of work. And that's kind of the story so far, you know.
0: Yeah. Is the Mud Fam still running? Are you guys still linking with each other? Yeah, I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. We're, we see with the Mud Family is it, it 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 was always more than music, you know. It's like we're kind of like we're brothers. We're we're Mud Brothers, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Skinny Man and Mongo, like we we grew up together. We've been through so much together that we're family now. We're officially family. But the Mud Fam it kind of grew over the years, and there was much more members, and it was. It, 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 it was it was more of a like a street thing as well, not a street thing as in like gang gang violence or anything silly like that. It was just more of a street thing. We were we, we were peoples. We all hung out together. We did our little bit of work out here together and rah, rah, rah So, you know, it was more than the music. So it it does still go on. I know me, Skinny and Mongo uh, are all very much getting back into music and sort of regrouping somehow. It's like the universe is pulling us back together, <laughs> uh, and ho- I'm hoping let's hope let's have our fingers crossed for anyone who would like to see that that perhaps me skinny and mono might put out something new at some point or start recording something new if they've got time to do it and they feel the need you know
0: wow yeah for sure man you know I'm always looking for you guys to come with new music I know Skinny Man's been sort of underground for a while yeah
2: he will, you know last time I saw him not long ago and he was like he was like, yeah I'm getting back into it Chess that's why I'm thinking okay because I know Mongo's got back into it and he's recording his own album which the world hasn't had from him yet which to right. me is like that's going to be a special occasion because no one really understood the true power of Mongo only of us behind the scenes know what he's capable of you know what I mean Yeah. so now he's got his own project coming and he's like he's fully inspired and enthusiastic about it all so it's great man so I'm hoping you know this might come but when I bumped into skinny the other day he was dropping me a few new bars he's been writing and like oh I'm, I'm not gonna lie man it was bringing tears to my eyes man it was like <laughs> something uh, something very special is going on over there you know
0: I bet man from my perspective, it's always been special, for real, because, yeah. I, honestly, I mean, I, I pretty much abandoned American hip-hop once I found out about you guys, man, and I just kind of came over to your Picked side. Up
2: on it. Brilliant, man, that's good.
0: Yeah, but, you know, it was the lyrical content that you guys were talking about and the, the social issues that you were bringing up, and it was just different than the American hip-hop stuff that they're talking about, their sneakers and clothes and girls and all this crap. Yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in that, so... Mm-hmm. that's why i came over your way because you guys were talking the real stuff that i wanted to hear and yeah i love you know the the music obviously the beats is the driving factor behind it but then the lyrical content just adds that icing on top of that that cake if you will mm. so give thanks yeah. man um, cool man yeah so are the new releases that maybe mongo is going to be doing or the rest of you is that all going to be released under real talk records
2: Ah oh, no, Mongo's doing his own thing. I mean, we all separately Real Talk Records was really just set up just for me. Okay. And uh, you know, I, I was gonna I was gonna put out some artists and stuff, but as time's gone on, I've I, I I don't feel I don't feel like I can offer them more than they could do for themselves for me to be taking any cut of their money. Mm. And I can't do it for free. So it's like I sat down and evaluated the situation and think, well, you know what? Really and truly, like knowing me as a person. I don't want to say to someone, well, let me do this for you and I'll take half of any profit you make because really you could probably just put it on your own social medias and do just as well on your own. You know what I mean? And I can help you do that for free. You know what I mean? Rather than me like take any risk with my own money. So I just thought... I, you know, it's like I'm more about being real with people than being greedy and stuff. So I just thought, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that because it, 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 I'm not high focus or something, you know what I mean, with such a massive audience who could really push you and put you in places that possibly you might not be able to get yourself. It's easy for somebody to get where I've kind of, where I could get them in respect. So the Real Talk Records was just for me. And it was also more of a movement as well to set up some of the charity stuff I was doing, and work through with that, and uh, use that as the kind of use that as the kind of leading thing, you know. But I'll be putting out my own solo album on Real Talk Records some point this year.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I I watched the uh, documentary last night, the homelessness and hip hop, and yeah, it, I mean, man, it's so powerful. And like you mentioned that you never wanted to get signed by a record label or a major label because they're going to start to steer you in a direction that you don't want to go. And it's totally apparent that you're still doing exactly what you wanted to do from the beginning...
2: Yeah, I mean, it's mad important to me just as a human being. Like, cause my father was a musician, you see. He he was in a band, he was in a band called The Tourists, which was basically the Eurythmics. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Eurythmics. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they probably did, did reach the States. They had some big songs in the 80s, like pop music, yeah. Sweet Dreams, and things like that, you know? Exactly. And my dad was a part of that band before they had become the Eurythmics. And they got quite badly ripped off by their label and manager and it kind of destroyed his life, you know, and it went on to really, uh, you know, he he went on to drink himself into a, into an early grave and stuff. So I kind of always said to myself, I don't ever want to do that. You know, like I, it's kind of seen that side of it and you can see it in artists as well when you, you, you get given all this money and all this money gets spent on you and you get this advance and you have to pay for this studio time, this, that, and the foot, and then you end up owing a a record company a whole load of money that you can't really pay them, and then they take control of your creativity and start making you make music that is more commercially accessible. And I just didn't want that, you know, that's not who I am at all. yeah So I've I've chosen I've chosen a path of where I say there are sacrifices to make it with music, especially, you know what I mean it's just i'm not I'm not a very materialistic person at all, and that don't make me more righteous or a better person than the next person if they are materialistic. That's not the point it's just I am not materialistic, you know what I mean, and sometimes that's a curse as much as it is a blessing because it stops me from being uh you know, it stops me from being as uh, ambitious as other people because I I am not trying to get some of the things that other people might want. You know, I don't I don't want a car and a house, so I don't really need to be that ambitious to try and get that. I'm I'm perfectly content just doing art for art's sake, and if it res- if it relates to people and people want to tap into that and it helps me stay alive, I count my blessings for that and thank the universe for it eternally.
0: You know. Yeah, absolutely, man. That is so inspiring for sure. Because of that, do you have any desire to break into the U.S. market, or is this just not something that you're interested in?
2: Matt, no, it's not. It's, it's not. I'm not interested. I don't. I don't have a particular interest in breaking in anywhere. Gotcha. It's like I'm. I, I'm. I, I'm happy wherever my music carries itself. I'm happy for it to go there. Any human being, any sex, any any culture, any race any background it don't matter to me like if somebody can listen to anything i've said or done artistically and they can take something from it that helps them or benefits their life or gives them something to think about or even if it enrages them enough to react in a way what helps them grow you know what i mean then for me that's cool i don't mind what country they belong to there is no borders to me like I the universe is my world you know what i mean it's like you know, we're, we're all universal creatures,
0: man. There is no countries, man. Right. I agree, man, 100%. Why do you think UK hip-hop never received the recognition that US hip-hop has?
2: I guess if we look at it, I can remember a time when it was m- primarily East Coast hip-hop was Dominant, And then West Coast kind of come in yeah. with Dre and Snoop and stuff at around 2000, you know, but before that, you know, the 93 onwards, we were primarily listening to East Coast hip hop right. and none of these South Coast rappers were getting a look in none of these other coast rappers like we didn't hear it and it's probably because of the accent you know what i mean like when we first hear south coast accent from america people think oh that's a strange sound you know and some people are open-minded and uh, uh, receive it well and other people's ears are conditioned to only understand what they're used to you know like yeah, some people are like that so it's totally understandable that when they hear these like real coarse kind of london voices that and not as rounded off and smooth as the american voice is and it's like you know it's got a bit of raspiness to it and it's it's totally understandable that people might stop and say well that that really don't butter on my toast for me you know what i mean i can check for that that's fine right it's never bothered me at all um t- today it's like it's it's more funny because the more uk hip-hop's blowing up and america's starting to take notice of it and some of the acts co-signed. And in some of the acts, and you've got Drake and Santan Dave and Drake and Giggs and blah, blah, blah. All all of this is wonderful for the UK in many, many ways, you know what I mean? So it it, it can't be knocked like, you know, none of these people are people whose music I personally listen to, but that's that's, that's not a disrespect to them. It's just not what my ear wants to hear, you know? So I'm not, my ear's not that close to the ground to know what's really going on, but it's changed now and people are starting to co sign it, but you've got a whole, New bunch of like people on Twitter, oh, you know, English people only drink tea, or they don't know nothing about guns, and, and then you've got this argument coming up about which place is more get old and which place, right. and who's got more gun. And I just start thinking, what well, are we really? Pr- are human beings proud of living in fucking poverty? You know what I mean? Like, are we proud of? Are we proud of living like that? You know what I mean? Is yep. it something to be pr- ha- Have we been conditioned to hate ourselves so much that we argue about being poorer than each other? <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm more messed up than you are i'm i'm much more messed up than you are now we're more messed up than you yeah but my ends have got less money than there's more hungry kids more kids get killed where i lived than where you live and we're proud of that and that to me is disturbing the hell out of me you know what i mean and it don't matter what country in the world you go to there's good and bad everywhere you know there's poverty everywhere man it's a poor world it's nothing to be proud of it really ain't
0: For real. I was like, really paying attention to the background of the documentary and kind of seeing what the streets look like and what the buildings look like and things like that and it's no different, man. It's the same thing here, mm-hmm. L.A. It's a you know it's dumpy. It's you know New York. It's dumpy. There's trash. Of course. So yeah, of course.
2: It's just, it just depends where we are and it there's, there's 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 affluent areas and there's poor areas yep. and you know it's like we what we should be doing is trying to thrive to kind of grow out of that mentality, yeah. but. I'm not you know it's not up to me to tell anyone else what they're thinking so uh, really I should rephrase what I just said and said what I'm personally trying to do is grow out of the mentality of feeling like I belong here in the depths of poverty because I don't belong here we're we're all worth more than that but it's up to us as individuals to recognize that within ourselves and try and grow if we can't do that that's fine that's your own prerogative
0: yeah I feel you I feel like you couldn't be satisfied though if you pulled yourself out necessarily and you see everybody else is still there though you would want to bring them with you huh
2: yeah I mean there's people I would there's people I'd struggle to leave behind and t- to be absolutely honest there's like I quite like I quite like where I am because I don't get involved in any of that kind of life you know what I mean yeah. like when we were younger we might have had to sell a little bit of weed here and there to make a few pounds, but it weren't nothing you know it's, uh, I've never been in, I've never done guns I've never done all that kind of gangster stuff I don't like violence I've never like violence i'm not into all of that it's it's just a low form of communication i'm really good with words yep. i don't need to communicate with violence i can talk to someone you know what i mean i don't i don't need to get angry and hit people i can actually talk to people you know what i mean and communicate like that so I'm, I'm lucky like that i feel blessed like that but if i you know if i if i had enough money to get up and go then i'd have enough money to take my people with me so i guess it'd be all right i mean i'd quite like to live in the countryside at some point and get out of the city but you know we'll have to wait for that to happen
0: yep (laughs) i hear you are you able to live off of your music only have you had to work any other regular job or whatever
2: no i've never ever worked i've never worked Awesome. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I left school at about 13 years old and I just, I, I, that was me. I was, I, I was out and I was independently looking after myself. That's not yep. to say that I'm comfortable, you know what I mean? There are many, many times when I'm struggling financially just like anyone else who's basically self-employed, you know. But I take that as what it is because an interesting thing in my mind is to, is to come to the acknowledgement is like, I will never long for the things that other people have. Right. Because I relate that to envy, you know what I mean? And envy punishes whoever is envious. You know, you never, you can never cleanse yourself of envy. It's a really, a really disgusting thing to have inside you and it it just eats people up. So I never long for the things that I can see other people are having. All I ever want out of anything is the strength to cope with the situation that the universe is giving me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because if I haven't got as much as the next person that's because I ain't meant to have as much as the next person because my lessons are meant to be taught to me through the lesson through the manner of education I'm getting you know I'm meant to be where I am I truly have faith that the universe is a much greater force than I am and a much greater thing than I understand and I should just give it the respect that it has me in the right place at the right time for the right reasons so I just roll with that you know
0: Yep. what do you think is one of the driving factors that kept you in this game so long? it's mandatory I can't be taken out of
2: it It I'm always going to do it I might not always have any relevance and there might be a time when nobody knows who I am but I'll still be sat somewhere doing this sort of thing you know and it will grow in one way or another like I'm starting to I've been teaching myself guitar over the past six or seven years and that's starting to come together a little bit now so I'll start incorporating that at some point in the future and maybe taking that in a certain direction but you know it's like I could never stop doing it. It's therapy to me. Like writing is therapy. I mean, I write more than just raps and stuff. You know, I try and write novels. I'm starting to get into trying to write a novel, which is a slow progress. But, you know, it's coming together as well. And I, it's just it, it's important to me to write. It's, it's, the, it's the most therapeutic thing I've ever had in life. It's the only thing I've ever been able to do confidently.
0: Right. Do you write every day? Yeah. of In one nature or another. And you've been doing that since I've been watching you since like 98? Yeah, I mean, it
2: was much more prolific back then. Okay. I mean, the, you know, it, it, in the old days, like I could, uh, me and my brother have probably sat and wrote one or two of the albums. Maybe MFTC two might have been produced, written, recorded, and put out within a space of three or four weeks. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they, you know, they were all made to sound rough. They weren't yep. meant to sound like polished off studio products. That's why it's music from the corner. So, you know, it, it's a lot easier to do that with that. But it was all written. You know, we, we could sit there and write six or seven songs in a day if we were in the mood, me and my brother, wow. uh, 15, 20 years ago. Maybe now it don't come like that. You know <laughs> what I mean? There's, when you're young, you have a whole lot. You, you're still bubbling with ideals yeah. because you're growing and you, you're still kind of learning who you are. and. Your, your, your opinions are, are growing with strength and foundation, and you're starting to feel like you know it all, you know what I mean? And looking back at that period in my life, I realize now that, uh, you know, I, I, it's very foolish to think you know anything at all. Like, we know nothing. We, we, we've got to be open to receive information. The minute you think you know it all, you can't receive nothing new, you know what I mean? That's the problem with old school hip hop fans. Yeah. They're not trying to receive the new sound because they feel like what they used to listen to is as good as it's ever going to get. You know what I mean? Yep. I, 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 I'm a golden era hip hop person. That's my, that's the era I grew up in. So I'm going to listen to that sort of hip hop. Like I'm a Wu Tang kind of guy. Right. You know what I mean, Like old school, the first Wu. that's the kind of hip hop I would always listen to. And I would always favor that over perhaps current hip hop, but it's not to say that current hip hop is worse than that. It's just because that's my generation. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, my mind's open enough, keeping an open mind, being open to anything new is always very important otherwise we just get left behind
0: yep I hear you. well I do want to play another tune by Chester again there's so many to choose from but I advise you to just go to his website it's realtalk-records.com and you can check out pretty much the whole catalog so this next one is called What More Can I Say and I think you're gonna like it Hey, yo,
1: yo! y'all it's Chester P. Hackenbush man The doctor and the medics are here, yeah? Got my chameleon here, representing y'all. A hood rat's a good rat, man. The best pig squealing, you get me? Yeah? For me to try and live on the crumbs Rather leap into the air and take a piss on the sun I'm sick of the slum, praying as I spit on the nun I live on a sum that makes you wanna pick up a gun I tickle my tongue with slang that'll pickle your gums. Little becomes cats in a stick up and run Cause pigs with guns just wanna kill you for fun Rather leap into the air and take a piss on the sun to live on the run, or sit up in a prison to bomb. Missing the sun, waiting for a visit to come Missing the slum, will it be your missus or mum If this is the sums, add it up the figures of wrong The vision has gone, living for the mission I'm on the tip of a bomb, spit about the shit that i done I spit then I'm gone, slipper then I split with the fun Sit with the dons, wicked as a witch with a one The wishing is long, caught the biggest fish in the pond Stripping a bond, sitting there and flicking a thong Shit that I'm on, Pass through the thick of the slums Sipping on rum, poison on the tip of my tongue If this was a gun, I'd kill a lot of kids on the drums So sit with your tongue, still behind your lips till I'm done I live till I'm gone, dark as an eclipse of the sun I picture the young, wishing they were kings of the slums so up to the sky and I pray I'm gonna make it Living on the day-to-day and that's the basis I feel lost in familiar places Living on the day-to-day and that's the basis Look up to the sky and I pray What more can I say, can I say O'Malley a rap, take it to the alley with cancer back you sold Sally your cracks some ballys and bats. Pull you and your pals in the flats, the valleys and back. The place where you carry some gas, the valleys and back. Cats wanna tally your plaques, I married the mass. Tallying Italian cats with valium caps. Traps up in Marion Snatchers, as aggy as that. Trapped in the stallion's patch, the Vatican's cash. Dirty as a bag of the smack back to the cats. Billy set the baddies on max, they ran in his flat. Ate him for his cash and his stash, the Mac in the back. Even ate his bangers and match. The Amazon trap, Gorillas guarding Allison's flat, who travel in packs. Rob you for your bag on your back. Ran into Pat, told me Janet's back on the crack. A matter of fact, told me how the cat in the hat had ratted on Jack. Babylon have Tattered his flat, he's battered and trapped. Wishing he was back in Iraq, packing his trap instead of being sat in his slacks. Catching the flat, cause Babylon have Catching his crack, back in the flat. So young'uns just ratcheted his back, snatching a bag, ran and got lashed by a cab. Imagine a flag flying for the smash and a grab. The passionate black, truths of compassionate man. Look up to the sky and I pray I'm gonna make it. Living on the day to day, and that's the basis. I feel on the day to day and that's the basis I look up to the sky and i pray
0: I was watching the UKHH 40 Years of Hip Hop video. You said that some of the UK rappers who are battling the Americans, they're just not as good as the Americans. Why do you think that is?
2: Again, there's good and bad at everything everywhere, but there are some in Britain who are really good. Shotty Horror, Tony D, and there w- there is more. Like I, I I apologize to the people whose names I can't think of right now there are a number more but there are a whole lot of really bad stuff i suppose there are a whole lot of bad people in america doing it too you know i mean truly if somebody's happy and enjoying themselves it ain't for none of us to knock them for it you know what i mean but some some of it's a little bit cringeworthy man
0: all right i hear you i feel the same way about it couple of American rappers I actually, yeah I can imagine <laughs> my buddy who turned me on to you guys back in the day he wanted to ask you um, if you heard of this guy little Lil Yachty or something he's got like
2: yeah I've heard of him I haven't heard him but I've
0: heard of him. yeah and I, I didn't either until yesterday but this guy's got like 94 million views on his YouTube why do you think that happens
2: I don't know, man. Is it like that? Is it that kind of what they're calling mumbling? Yeah, sort exactly of thing? what it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, it's because that's what's got popular. You know, like time changes the the rhythm. Of life changes You know what I mean And the the circumstances Of what's going on In the world Changes the energy Of the planet And that changes The way people behave Think and respond To sound Because sound Is an instant response To energy You know what I mean Like When we create sounds We're creating sounds That are based on The rhythm of the life Around us That's why If you went And listened to native people Playing tribal music The rhythm of their music Is going to be Completely different To a person who lives In a city Because we have a completely different rhythm to life, you know what I mean? The way we walk, the sound of, a, even the pulse of our heartbeats giving us a metronome, it's gonna, it, it's different everywhere we go. So in this current time in the planet, the only thing I can really begin to try and say to make any understanding of how something I find so unbearable being so popular is the, en- the energy of the planet is kind of making that... Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know what it's like to be a fourteen-year-old kid yeah. in this day and age. Right. If I was fourteen, I might even like Big Yachty or Little Yachty or whatever <laughs> his name is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's highly possible I would like that. Maybe when I was fourteen and I was listening to, I don't know how. what was that when I was fourteen? That would have been nineteen ninety. I can't think anything was that then. But whatever I was listening <laughs> to then, perhaps the people who were my age then. We're looking at it and saying, how is this getting popular? Yeah. You know, like, I can't imagine <laughs> when Wu Tang's first album dropped there was anyone in the world saying how is that popular but maybe there were older school people there who who, who grew up on big daddy kane and Bismarcky or the sugar hill gang even to that and said well, well how's this got popular you know and all us kids we're thinking how can you not like
0: it it's just different you know it's just times change isn't it big time man from the i mean to think from the 90s to now with the technology yeah and, absolutely yeah just everything that's happening is crazy it's crazy. Yeah. Also,
2: also, a lot of these, this, this, this new wave of kind of mumbling rap, or what, I don't know right. the, the correct term for it, or the respectful term for it. So I'm not trying to say that disrespectfully, yeah. but I just think that the, the the drugs that people are taking might have a lot to do with it. Right. Because I can listen to my own musical career, and I could sit and actually just say, well, I know when I was re- this album must have been made when we were heavily under the influence of just cannabis.
1: Yeah. Because
2: I can hear it. It's relaxed. It's this, that, and this must have been heavily under the influence of lsd because i can hear how psychedelic it is some of it's really sad and then other periods of time it might have been cocaine it might have been alcohol you know what i mean and today we've got like we've got people taking xanax and codeine and opiates and like all, you know and man. perhaps that's that's what's making the sound of like oh blah, 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 because maybe that's what it makes you feel like i don't know i've no idea man. i've never taken it so i wouldn't know but i know like you know i wish i personally would if people were going to abuse any kind of drug I wish we could get back into some mushrooms and some acid and start yeah. that like psychedelic revolution off again and take it back man because that's the closest to having any real love in the world I've ever seen you know
0: what I mean? Yep, yep. that's it man That's I actually did like an album in 2000 it was like an electronic album and uh, the whole point of that was to put the disc in and that's your acid trip so people who didn't like take acid or ever experience that they could listen to the song or the music and then they could experience that and so. experience the, the audio of it yeah. yeah so
2: yeah i think most people who kind of relate to my music are highly it's highly probable that they probably have indulged in something psychedelic along the line <laughs> to their life you know what i mean yeah it's uh it, i find it hard to believe that somebody who's totally sober could actually really <laughs> even understand me they probably feel like what the
0: fuck is this guy saying like Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, like my four-year-old, she loves Butterfly Concerto. So. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, well, yeah, that's a that's a very beautiful song. Is it? Is very psychedelic, totally. but it's a very beautiful song. Yeah,
0: yeah, very beautiful.
2: Different, you know. It's, that's the thing. I, I I I can get to a place now where I can think. well, You know what? I I I can't actually think of an artist ever who's covered topics. Right. as vast as task force have over the years. You know what I mean? Like yep. we've covered everything, man. Like I've gone through everything, everything yep. and still continuing to try and find new things, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. That's one thing that is so reminiscent about your music. Every song to me, seems like you're talking about something different you always find some new words to say or mm. new concept
2: yeah it's just it's just it's just again it's just life and it's i'm very observant you know what i mean and my mind is manic yeah and i think that has a lot to do with it because it collects information and if i didn't have a way to have an outlet for that information it would cause me serious trouble
0: you know so yeah i hear you how does all this come to you do you read a lot of books
2: yeah yeah i read a hell of a lot of books all kinds of books books yeah. novels and you know any i read i pretty much read anything man but i'm very much into the occult and into esoteric stuff which is c- kind of clear in my words and that you know i'm, I'm not a practitioner of the occult uh, you say you're into something people think you practice it i'm not a practitioner i'm just interested in, in it you know like yeah because it's uh it's it's a science of energy basically and i I totally believe in it and understand it but you know uh so there's all kinds of things man i mean i i I dip my head into anything yeah i'm I'm interested in most things philosophy to me is probably the most important thing in my life right
0: i agree i'm curious about your ideas about the american rappers and taking an active role i mean especially nowadays with the politics and the mess that we're in in america Mm. why do you think american rappers are just not taking an active role with dealing with social problems and politics
2: i I think i think it's we've come to an era where it's not cool to do that no more like to people you People don't think it's the same here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people who do the political kind of rapping, they kind of get a hard time from everyone else. And it's like, oh, you're just saying stuff like that just so you get likes and blah, blah, blah. And you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I've been putting all kinds of, uh, I've been branded all kinds of things throughout my career. People say, well, you're a political rapper or social awareness. And really I'm not, you know, I've never voted in my life. I don't give a shit about politics. (laughs) I don't care about, I don't, I have have no relation to any policy or politician. You know what I mean? To me, I, I I, I govern myself. I have no governor. There's nothing in the world that can govern me. I govern myself and I believe that's how we all should be, but that's a very long way off. And I just think, you know, perhaps the way people go about doing political hip hop is, has got a little bit boring and kind of cheesy mm. like saying that the last people who ever did it and did it well was dead prez for me let's yeah. get free album and i mean to me that's one of the best bits of music ever made you know what i mean because it, it it it's interesting it's righteous and it's not preaching at you and it's, it's very powerful music beautiful production on that album and it's a shame no one makes hip-hop like that no more because it's very inspiring you know what i mean and Today I, I I couldn't say why people don't do it. Um, maybe they do it behind the scenes. I don't know. I couldn't say. I think maybe they're scared because they're so popular. If they start talking a certain talk, they might get turned on by the media. Or yeah, it's hard to say. You know what I mean? It's like if you if you're if you're on this massive label. That label is going to be controlled by some body or another, because music music is very powerful, you know what I mean? The message of people is very powerful when it can reach that many people. That's why why musicians used to get assassinated, but, you know, under mysterious circumstances, because they were talking something that was dangerous to the powers that be, that are trying to keep us in a certain place, you know, without getting into conspiracies and stuff. There's something going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Why, I don't know why rappers don't talk. Maybe, maybe they're so scared. They've got so much now. They're scared to lose it by saying the wrong thing. Who knows? For, for someone like me, I have very little to lose. So it don't matter what I say. You know, what I mean, to me, I'll say what I want to say. And if everyone doesn't like it, I can't lose nothing because I've got nothing to lose. I don't, you know, I'm not here to be liked.
0: Yep, I hear you. How do you think that artists and musicians can come together to fight corruption and and start to put out some of these? issues in the mainstream yes yeah,
2: it's, it's hard man i mean I, I i i couldn't even answer that i I just <laughs> I I, even outside of artists and musicians i think as as far opinions opinions everyone's got one opinions don't really matter you know what i mean they like, like your opinion could be completely different to mine and neither of us is is right or wrong and it doesn't affect anything in the world and we could sit here and talk about our different opinions angrily or happily for hours and hours and nothing in the world will change that means it don't really matter you know i mean it's just it's just a preference that's basically what it's based on and for me as an opinion on that topic the the only thing any of us can do as humans is try and teach ourselves to be confident leading ourselves and to not fear stepping outside of the shackles and the reins that the governments of the world have co- managed to keep us in and there's only so far outside of it we can step but it it doesn't affect me that donald trump's president right it doesn't affect me that uk just voted brexit yeah and i don't mean that ignorantly i mean it literally will not affect me because i won't let it you see what i mean yeah. because i'm not i'm i'm not going to look at it i'm not going to let it bother me people say yeah but when this and that happens and that happens that everything that's going to happen is going to happen it don't matter if it's donald trump if it's brexit all these things were going to happen these are just puppets you know what i mean i tell you i tell you a way i kind of let me just sum up politics in in a real beautiful way for everyone to understand when i was young i used to love a show called fraggle rock did you guys get that
0: yeah absolutely
2: right so i used to love fraggle rock now my brother he was a huge fan of the muppet show yep And my mum, she would rather watch Sesame Street with us. So we used to argue about Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, and The Muppet Show. And one day, I realized all of them are controlled by Jim Henson. So it don't really matter which one you choose. Mm. They're all Jim Henson's puppets. So if we look at politics like that, all these politicians are controlled by somebody we're not seeing. There's a workshop pulling all of their strings. So it don't matter who you vote for. It don't matter who you vote for. Because they're all controlled by the same people. And where freedom of speech is concerned, it doesn't matter how free your speech is until you free your thoughts. Simple.
0: True. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's amazing. So I would take it you don't scroll through the Facebook or the Instagram. Seeing all the political posts and all this crap, you just don't pay attention. Oh, I
2: look at it. I mean, I, it, it brushes past me, and I, I just, I just, I just let it roll off. off yeah. me, you know what I mean. I just, it's, it's, it, sometimes it's, it's irritating. And I'm not saying I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm a humanitarian. Like I don't kill. I, I've, I'm vegan. I've been vegan all my life. Oh, wow. I don't kill flies. You know what I mean? I, I love life, man. On all levels, you know. And people don't. I, I don't go around talking about that. Like, oh, I'm vegan. You shouldn't eat meat because I, I just believe people have got free will. You. to choose what they do with their lives but personally as a human being i'm a human humanitarian and i love all life on any level literally love it all life every life plant life any life i love it all so for me i care very much about what's happening to people I care very much about what's happening to people. But yeah. I do also know that by getting involved in the complications of politics, it causes nothing but anxiety in your own mind and soul and changes nothing in the world around us because anxious people can't make good decisions. You know, and we've, we're constantly running against the mill of politics and we're, we're constantly trying. Or you, you go through Twitter, you go through this, you see people arguing about this and that. Yeah, well, I'm on the left and you're on the right. Now, you're all extremists to me, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. If you're far left or far, far right, you're both an extreme. Like, True. Buddha, Buddha has said it from day one, the middle path is the path, you know I mean? That, to me, resonates more than anything. If you get a guitar and you take the, the low E string and you tune it too high, it gets so tight, it snaps. Yep. Because you, you've wound it up too high. Now, if you tune it too slack, it doesn't resonate and you can't get a clear note out of it. It just makes a big farty sound. But if you tune it to the precise place of 440 hertz, it resonates with the universe and makes a beautiful note of E, right? Now, the human mind is much the same. If we, if we, if we tighten it and wind it up and wind it up, it's going to snap one day. And if we leave it too undisciplined, it's going to be too slack to operate properly. But if we can get in the perfect tuning and stick to the middle path, we will resonate with the universe musically. Yeah. And that's beautiful
0: indeed give thanks man i know we've been on for like 40 minutes it feels like five minutes but um
2: yeah it's all good I, you know one of my biggest curses and blessings is i can bloody well talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it i love it man. people interview me and then like, I don't, I don't even know what to do with all this information
0: now <laughs> no it's good it's really good because you know i've been tripping man and you know I think in America, we're all looking up to, like, these superstar guys and trying to get that Lamborghini or, you know, whatever it is. Of course. yeah,
2: Everywhere, everywhere. True. Yeah, here too, man. The kids nowadays, that's what they're looking at. Right, right. You know,
0: they want riches. Yeah, huh. You know, it's crazy because I've never been about those things myself. I mean, I, I do want to provide my family with, with some good food and, Absolutely. you know, shelter, Warmth and shelter, yeah. Yeah, of course. But, um... To desire like a big house and a big car and all this stuff, man, it just seems counterproductive to what I'm really about, what I'm really trying what, to
2: talk. what 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 life is really about, yeah. to be honest, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's, we're just missing the point with all of that. That's the saddest thing to me. But you can't tell other people that because we've got – you can't tell someone not to be the people they are, you know what I mean? It's like you can't drag someone's consciousness through the gutters of whatever gutter you're walking through. You just can't do it. You can't drag people's consciousness it's like, it's not fair to say to someone, well, my consciousness has developed to this place and yours hasn't. So that means you're, 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 there's something wrong with it. I've got to drag you here or I'm going to criticize you for not being here because truly they're where they're meant to be, you know? And like, for whatever reason, I'll never understand because it's not me, but it's, it's as simple as really all you need. Is enough food to eat to survive, enough water to drink to survive, a roof over your head for your family and yourself, and everything else is just kind of greed. Do you know what I mean? And the problem, the problem we have is because we've replaced that. There's a whole. The way I see it, there's a hole in us all—a hole that's been left from disconnecting ourselves to the natural law of the world, which is a universal thing, and there's a natural law of the universe too, which we're all a part of and we've 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 given ourselves so much self-importance that we feel like the center of the universe and we're not really you know and like yeah. all of this stuff that's going on in and around us we're, we're we've got this hole in us because we've disconnected ourselves from the only real thing that we are which is a living organism you know and now we're kind of just running around for this non-living organisms this is pretty sad man yeah it's pretty sad but you know at the end of the day if that's what people want, that's what people want. Yep. It's uh, it's hard, you know. Like it's a, it's a hard thing. But it, 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 who knows what's right and wrong? No one knows, really. Right.
0: Yeah. True. That's what I always said. It's like there's no right or wrong. Mm. It's just what people no, do. No, of course not. It is what it that's is. That's
2: it. I mean, did to, 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 you know the only as, lo, as long as people are not hurting other people, then it's totally up to them what they do with their thoughts. You know, it's like as long as as long as as long as you're not making someone a victim, then it's fine. You know. Yep.
0: I hear you. Well, where can people reach out to you on your social media? I know Real Talk Records.
2: I mean, if people just Google Chester P, they will find my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The I don't really, I don't really do Facebook too tight. I I sometimes post stuff, but I don't really look at other stuff. So, Instagram and Twitter is the easiest way to connect with me. Um, You know, if anyone interested, stay tuned. You can find loads of my old work on YouTube. Uh, You know, I've got a new project coming. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just really happy to still be here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I hear you, man It's like you've been mm. 20 years in it out of 40 years of hip hop. It's pretty remarkable. That's it. Like,
2: yeah, I've I've ridden half of the uh, journey with
0: it, basically. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So, what does the future look like for UK hip hop and Chester P?
2: Um. I I mean, things over here they they're really thriving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, like the the new wave. They're 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 really thriving. They get they're. they're getting on some stuff and their, their business is really well together as well so it's like a, a whole new wave of artists have come yeah where their their minds are articulating with business well they're, they're, and they're, it's picking up you know and i'm really proud of it all it, it doesn't re- necessarily resonate with me in the sense that i would come home and put on some of their music and listen to it yeah but you know i don't expect they go home and listen to my my music either and whether they do or not is not any problem to me so it's it's nice to see people thriving and it becoming something that people can actually see as something to use as a living you know what i mean because when i when i started doing it i didn't think oh this is going to be my job right i didn't i I just i was never going to get a job regardless of success in music or not i was like if i didn't (laughs) get success in music god only knows where i would be today you know what i mean so but the future of hip who knows where wh- what the future is man in an yeah. ideal world I, I in an ideal world it, we see world peace off the back of hip-hop music but you know ide- ideals are not gonna really cut the strength i don't think
0: yeah well at least we have some pockets of peace which is
2: yeah exactly exactly places to hide yeah
0: yeah <laughs> very cool you know it's funny because i actually i'm on splice i don't know if you're on that website or ever heard about it but they got a scorsese uh remix contest
2: oh yeah that's right yeah they, yeah they've got a whole he's got his acapellas up there isn't he yeah
0: yeah it's pretty yeah, cool the yeah. one he did with juggernaut yeah. i guess yeah, yeah, right.
2: Yeah, I think he's just released a thing what has got like hundreds of acapellas copyright free on it.
0: Oh, wow, okay.
2: Yeah, he's. if you go and you look him up on Twitter, I think he's just started advertising it earlier. Uh, uh, scores is a good guy, man. All right,
0: yeah, and he's been around for a while too, I take it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. from 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 day one, basically. Gotcha. It's just he was not in them and we were London, but we've we've known each other from the scratch, you know what I mean? Like, we've always been, because we're kind of like, we're, we're very similar in many ways, and we've always been put in the same kind of bracket, maybe. so we've got a a, a great deal of respect for each other
0: very cool man well listen chester man if there's anything i could ever do for you please always reach out you got my number now i mean what you've given me is invaluable so
2: thank you that's 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 how i see that's how i see all transactions in life should be you know to be honest it's like we receive things and we give things, and you know it's, that's the way it works, man. Yeah. That's more. That's more than ever being paid for me is like the amount of times people say, oh, you know, you guys ain't made as much money as so and so, but yeah. you should have because you're much bigger. And I say, yeah, but you know what? Like I have got so much love in this world that I don't, I don't really need money. You know what I mean? Like I'm alright. You know, if I was hungry and I put a thing on Twitter saying I'm hungry, somebody would feed me. Right. And, and that's that's all that matters. You know, it's like that's all that matters.
0: Yep. Uh, man. Well, you got. At least one more person over here. I know a couple of my boys love you, too. So, And as a matter of fact, I don't know if you have any desire to come over here or anything, but if I could help or or if you have any suggestions, I would love to do what I can.
2: Yeah, at some point, I was going to get over to L.A. and go and do the deserts. Yeah, like, cool. I want to get out into the deserts and drive through the deserts, man, at some point, that's for sure. But um, in terms of doing shows, I'd love to come. I'd, I'd go anywhere and do shows, man if they, if they, if they, if there was an audience, I just I'm not sure if we have an audience there or not man. I know
0: how would you or how could you figure that out?
2: I've never really noticed much interest over there we've had we've had a few people but in terms of a place like Australia like they love us over there you know? right like, they tour us over there like we're NAS or something has, have us in like six star hotels and wow. like, it's just that. we got there and we were like nah nah just put us on your floor man <laughs> like, you know what I mean like just give me the money you're spending on the hotel right. mate and just put me on your floor man I don't act. listen Jesus but yeah I mean they, they, Australia really loves uk hip-hop
0: good good
2: which is uh, really interesting man so in places like that we get to tour but i've never managed to get any interest in america
0: yeah it's i don't know man i just love the ease of the internet now and that everybody's like so connected yeah, it
2: makes life easier for sure, man, definitely. It's it's a, it's a it's a big bridge around the world for sure.
0: Indeed, man. I give thanks because without that, I wouldn't get this interview, so I'm totally grateful.
2: Ah, oh, thank you, man. You're welcome. Absolutely. All right, brother. You take care, man. All right, you
0: too, Chester. See ya, man. Bye-bye. You guys, I hope you found some value in this episode today. I know I did. Obviously, Chester's one of my favorite hip-hop artists, and hopefully one of yours now as well. If you have any feedback on this episode, I would love to hear it. You can email me at andrew at wisdomandsound.com. I'm sure Chester would love to hear from you as well. Again, you know where to find him. Otherwise, if you could share this with your friends and family, I would be so grateful. And if you can rate this five-star on iTunes, I would totally return the. Favor. So keep tuning in every week. I release an episode every Thursday around 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. If you have a request for an artist that you'd like to see on the show, I would love to invite any great artist onto the podcast. So definitely get at me. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Andrew Mencher, and this is Wisdom and Sound. <laughs>